are live hello and welcome to today's uh today's episode of grown women gaming volume 161 we have a very special guest with us today so we're gonna let the ladies do their intros um quickly and then we're gonna introduce our guest and then we're gonna jump into our uh talk with him so yes first up we're gonna have lady hey guys um Good morning. This is me, Lady Infamous Four One Five. You guys already know. Um, for you know the guys, the what I I'm going to go very quickly. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I got stuck, y'all, at the last boss battle. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, it was. It, I was. I, I came there with great confidence, but it really, really beat me. Really beat me down. So I had to backtrack and get some extra material that I didn't have and. We're gonna probably try again this week. Also, I played Fallout New Vegas. Uh, it felt good to go back. The loading screens are so short compared to what it used to be. So I'm excited about that as well. Uh, for Grown Women Game Night, we did a Jackbox Party Pack. Oh, that was fun. Which is always fun. Yeah. The community always shows up and they show out. So I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, and, sometimes uh, I think the audience is better, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I think the audience is way better. Um, we played some Outriders as well. As you see, we got some gameplay. Uh, I, I think I'm going to say it's the hottest game this week, to be honest with you. And uh, last but not least, I think that I, didn't, I didn't play any Call of Duty this week. Mm, what? She, she's sick, y'all. She's sick. She got a cold. <laughs> no, it's not her. It's not for lack of trying. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> and their nonsense. Mm. Because yeah. they like are essentially making us re-download the whole game. Like the whole game takes up like 250 gigabytes, I think it is. Oh now. yeah, it's pretty large. And the first update was 50, and then now they want you to re-download all these packs, which each one of them is like 20 to 15 to 25 gigabytes each. Wow, mm -hmm. yeah. That's, so, yeah, that's like a lot. if we had if I told her yesterday, if I have a cap if I had a cap on my internet service, I would be upset. Yeah, because. that's why we had to get the uncapped too because we noticed yeah. we were using uh, like tons of data. It's just insane. I can't even yeah, and when you go exactly. over that cap, it's like back in the day, call and collect. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna run your bill right up. <laughs> yes, yeah, especially is. if you were Comcast, they would charge you in a heartbeat for that. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Next that's up, all I a boogie. Oh, no, no, that's all I played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sheree said you're done. Okay, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. All right, it's uh, L Boogie 0208. I hope everyone's having a beautiful Saturday morning. Um, it's very beautiful where I am in Virginia on the East Coast, um, but super cold. Um, but yeah, Lady pretty much talked about what I played this week, which is pretty much playing with her most of the time. Um, but yeah, I have fun. Outriders is fun. If you like Destiny, Anthem, all those games, Division, you're going to love shooters, Outriders. basically. Looter shooters. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have Game Pass, you're like already in there like swimwear. So, you know, why not try it out? There you go. That's it. Delilah? Me. Yes. Okay. So I've been playing Outriders also, as you all know. And um, I've, I've played uh, Narita Boy, which is this weird, trippy, Ooh, how uh, is techno, psychonaut type game. It's very trippy. Um, very fun. Action, side scroller puzzle type game um have you figured out why it's called narita boy still haven't i don't know why they call it narita <laughs> they, and then the way they say it too, it's like narita boy it's it's so over the top That's and, and it has this weird like um 
80s themes and vibes and stuff going on. But it's telling a story of like this programmer who's actually make made the game that you're playing and you're trying to save him some kind of way. It's, it's very trippy, um, very fun. I'm also still trying to complete um, the journey to the Savage Planet, which I'm trying to get everything in that game because, you know, the developers are no longer around. So I want to pretty much pay homage by playing that game to its full extent. I think that's about it outside of Outriders. And I'm, I'm really loving Outriders. Oh my goodness. Um, I thought right. after coming off the demo, um, I, I had my expectations was kind of like mid, but now I'm, it's, I'm, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of really high at this point now. I'm really enjoying it. Very fun. So that's it. That's it for me for this week. All right. And of course it's your girl, Sharice here. Um, I've been playing Outriders since day one, but off of our suggestion from last show, I think Delala gave me this one, play Octopath Traveler. I've been yes. playing that. And that game is way darker than what I thought it was originally. Like, it looks like Kitty is, I don't know what, but it is very you mean dark. just like the setting, the lighting is no, dark? No, the, the, okay. the theme. The theme okay. story, yeah. Um, like when you, your different uh, players, I mean, characters that you interact with, like their background stories, um yeah it's it's very dark it's not as happy-go-lucky as you would think it is um and it's i wouldn't thought it was rated teen but it's i mean rated mature but it's rated teen so but it's cute it's but it is it's old school rpg um but the story is awesome the fighting is on point because you got to really pay attention to what with vulnerabilities and everybody but i am mm-hmm. enjoying it so if y'all it's also it's on game pass so if you um, like old school rpgs i suggest you pick that up now for the special occasion, we have our very special guest who I have been reading Exclusive. up all. Oh! <laughs> I like that. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Exclusive. <laughs> all right. We have Mr. Carl Ledbetter. He is the product. Excuse me. Excuse me. I want to say this correctly. Partner mm-hmm. des- their design, the design team at Microsoft. Um, he has basically he designs all the toys that we enjoy so much because um, I am enjoying my headphones when I listen to my music at night and they are awesome. So, Mr. Carl, if you want to introduce yourself real quick before we get into these questions. Hello. Hello. Hey, thank you for that great intro. And I got to admit, I'm really uh, happy and proud to be here with you guys today. And just hearing your intros, I, I love the enthusiasm you have for the games. It's just Aww. awesome. Yeah, it's so uh, it's just invigorating and so cool to hear. So I'm super happy to be here with you today. Oh, well, thank you. We're happy to have you. It's, you know, I, I really am. We, we really are. We're trying to be good and everything, but yeah, we're trying. All right. Okay. Okay. Stay good. <laughs> and we're going to stay good. In a, okay. We're going to start with our interview now. People, people. Oh, also, our chat, we need y'all to be good also. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> In a few short sentences, can you describe your job to us? Yeah, sure. So um, you, you had it. I, I am the partner director of design at uh, Microsoft. And my my area is I am the head of design for Xbox hardware. So um, my team, I have a small team. We design the Xbox consoles, the controller, the elite controller, the new uh, wireless headset the adaptive controller, um, all the special and limited edition uh, devices that that we see. Um, yeah, and you know, I've been I've been working in Xbox going back to a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Please. I for him a long time. <laughs> it, it, really, it really was because I was reading up on it and he's been there. Like he started off at the beginning, which is awesome how you stuck with this position for so long and you've basically taken over and that's that's something to work towards to be you know proud of. Oh, yeah. It's, um, you know, I started at Microsoft in 1995 to design a mouse. Mm. And, uh, and while I was in the hardware team, we also worked on a, a line of, of products for gaming called Sidewinder. So I don't know if, if you've heard of Sidewinder products. Oh, yeah. But we made, yeah, joysticks and, you know, flight sticks, controllers, um, all these kinds of things. And it actually led into the inception of Xbox when, uh, you know, back in 1999, when it was first started at the company. And so uh, part of my team worked on the, not the Duke, but the, uh, the follow-on product called Akibono. And uh, that was where I started working in, in Xbox, is Akibono. That sounds, I just want to say that I love my Elite controller. So thank you for that. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's the best controller ever. Um, oh, cool. now, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment in your career? Oh man, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, I started in my career. So I've been designing, so I'm an industrial designer by trade. You know, I, I went and studied it in school. Uh, I've been doing industrial design since school and I am, I'm like the longest, uh, industrial designers still at the company, but, you know, having been there for so long. So I've designed so many products over those years. I would say like the single thing, that's tough. I would say it's a toss up. So the first uh, mouse with a wheel. So, so I designed the IntelliMouse that had a wheel in it and that was innovative at the time. And, and if you look at most uh, mice today, they all have wheels and things like that. So. So I'm really proud of you know, designing one of the, the first ones that had that kind of an interaction. Yeah, uh, and I think you also like really let's like let that sink in for the audience, you know, like because I don't know, I don't know when you told me that I was just so taken back. I was just like, really, like <laughs> right. that has to be. I mean, I could totally understand why that's one of your like proudest accomplishments because everyone, everyone it's has standard. a wheel in their mouth. It's a standard, now. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's standard. Right. That's how I grew yeah. up learning, you know. The things to how do to with, use a mouse yeah, right, yeah right. exactly you the first thing you do is like you turned it over and you saw the sensors and you saw the ball you know yeah you really thought that you know it's 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 a really big big thing and that's i, I like that i like that definitely innovative for sure yeah that's so it's super impactful right and so that was a big that's a big one but and my wife always teases me she says yeah you invented the wheel and i said well maybe for the mouse <laughs> and, then, um, and then the other one, this this is one that I, you know, one of the, the guys on my team worked on it and I hold it as just probably a highlight for my career is the adaptive controller. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that would be a highlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many people are able. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. It's go ahead. Delilah. No, no. Go ahead. I was going to say it's opened up doors for so many people for gaming. I mean, one of the when I first started to go to uh, the Microsoft store over in uh, Santa Monica for E3 and whatnot, there was a gentleman there who came to the tournaments and he didn't have an arm, but he had fashioned a, um, you know, he got some hardware guy to fashion him a controller where he was able to just use one hand. But I remember keeping in touch with him and when the adaptive controller came out, he was just like, 
this just, you know, blew my world because now I don't have to pay for someone to make a special controller for me. It's being right. made and it has so many accessories that are available to me, you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's kind of interesting, right? Because so then you say, why are these impactful? Why am I proud of it? Because it is because they, they just touch people. And like, so the mouse, you know, just millions and millions of them around the world. And then the adaptive controller, while it's not millions of them, it's like for those people, it just unlocks gaming. And that that's such a great moment. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, when did you know that you wanted to work in video games? Or in the video game? Ooh, when did I know I wanted to work in the video game industry? Well, I didn't. So I, I grew up loving video games. Like I, I will never forget. I'm, I'm going to date myself here, but there was <laughs> Christmas of 1976. You know, I grew up in a really, really small town in Southwest Washington. Christmas of 1976, you know, run, run down to the tree, under the tree, open his present. And it's this thing called the, um, the Atari Pong. <laughs> this thing, it, it was just transformative. You know, here's this little box, has these dials and you plug it into a TV and it changes your TV into something else, like a video game, like this arcade game. And even though it was just Pong, man, I played that thing hours and hours and hours and hours. And and that was a magical moment for me. I had no idea that I'd end up working in the industry. But um, in, in 1999, when this whole um, idea for Xbox started, you know, in addition to, to designing the Sidewinder products, then that's where it all came together. It's like, wow, this is a big movement. It's, uh, you know, Bill Gates and the companies behind this thing. Um, it's going to be incredible. And I, so I've been working in Xbox ever since and just love it. Wow. That's awesome. That's cool. That's right? super, that's, that's, oh, go ahead. Now I was going to say, like, I mean, the, when you talk about the, your little bit of the history, it's just like for me, uh, I know when I was a kid, just seeing, being captivated by what's happening on screen with with the controllers and the fact that you're manipulating something on screen is kind of what hit home for me. So I can I can definitely relate to to what you're just what you're describing. So. Yeah, it's the interaction. It's so cool. All right. Anything else, buddy? All right. Oh, cool. oh continue. Yes. Okay. You guys, you've been quiet. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just facilitating and taking all the information in because I like to learn and the best way to learn is from hearing people's experiences and how they went through something. So I'm over here actually taking notes. So don't judge me. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. Um, I know you worked on the HoloLens. Do you think we will see more mixed reality sets as we move forward or full virtual reality? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, so I, you're right. I have, I've worked on HoloLens since it was invented. And um, so this is interesting, right? Do y'all remember Connect? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love Connect. Okay. Yeah, Connect. It was like, so working on Connect, uh, I worked with a guy named Alex Kitman and another mm -hmm. guy, uh, Sonoda, who were kind of the, the inventors of the, the Connect sensor. And they pitched this idea like, hey, here's this, this new sensor, it can, you know, it can track movement. It can, it can use IR and RGB cameras to, to really um, do smart things. It has a, a built-in uh, microphone and they showed how it could be used to play games. And um, it, 
and it just landed and you know we launched it with the 360s and it was a big moment and it was so cool and um then of course when xbox one came out we had uh, we evolved the connect sensor to do even more but i think by then some of the novelty of the games had started to you know dry up a little bit there wasn't as much content um and, and we just sort of saw a diminishing activity with connect but it didn't stop there so we used all the smarts that went into designing um the connect sensor the technology inside of it and that actually went into hololens so alex kitman you know, continues to run Hollands today, and I, I've worked with him and that team along the journey, along the way, all the way up to Hollands too. Wow. And I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, this is just interesting. There's this this thing called IVAS, I-V-A-S, the uh, Integrated Visual Augmentation System, is what it stands for. And it's it's a, a program that we've been working with the U.S. Army for the past couple of years. Yeah. And they, you saw that yeah the article, article. Yeah. yeah so yeah we uh we were just awarded a production contract with uh with them and the ivis system i mean you can look it up it it allows uh you know soldiers to uh see maps you know in in the field uh you can see around corners it's just it's just crazy it's mind-blowing what this does but it's based on um basically the HoloLens uh, 2 technology, similar technology. And so we're going to be producing these products for the for the U.S. Army over the next 10 years. It's, wor it's worth like $22 billion. It's yeah, a big deal. It's yeah, a very big deal. Uh, we read the article this week when it was announced, and we were kind of flabbergasted. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. so that's, I mean, this is what's interesting, right? Because there's been the whole VR push. Uh, Microsoft has really invested in um, in the AR space, you know, augmented uh, visualization of, of data and stuff. So it blends the world. It's not it doesn't just place you into this whole immersed uh, uh, digital world, but it actually brings together the real world and digital world together. And so we we've been kind of leaning into that space through Hololens, through Ivis, and and I think you know it's still early days. I think. Uh, between AR and VR, it's, it will happen. It's, it's going to mature. It's going to get richer. The content's going to become more prolific. Uh, developers are going to start creating more content. It's really amazing. It's just early days still. Yeah, and I think from a consumer standpoint, like um, the the biggest appeal for me with AR versus VR is the fact that you know with VR you're covering your face, and I always appreciate the fact with Hololens. When I got to try it, is that it's just over your eyes. It's like you're wearing glasses, and so it felt a little bit more comfortable than something covering your entire entire face. So yeah, that's right. And and we've all seen the you know science fiction movies and stuff. And, and yeah, I that's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, so science fiction movies, right? They're they're about dreams, like you know, creatives out there, whether they're designing game or film or experiences, it's about these dreams that people have and, and those dreams inspire reality. And so whether it's, you know, creating digital experiences or, or physical products or even the way we interact with others, um, film and these ideas and books and literature, they fuel the future with, mm -hmm. with how we create products. So. From there, you can easily see a world where AR and VR, you could almost see them start to merge. Like you have the ability 
change from full VR to AR. I mean, I, I would imagine that that would be out there in the future at some point. Right. So. Have a full on like Tony Stark helmet that just yeah, glasses into like a full <laughs> helmet. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes, that, it would, would, that would be nice. Would, yes. I would, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, day one by people, day one. <laughs> um, well, that kind of goes into like, our uh, next question. Um, do you think we're close to seeing something like Halo HoloLens for the masses, like for everyday people? I don't know how close we are, but I, I, know, I know a number of companies are working on this. You know, Oculus, Facebook, there's been rumors of Apple. Um, we're, you know, Microsoft is definitely investing in this space. Um, it's, it's coming. It will happen. I don't know when. Or, or you know who's going to be first out there with with something that uh, that's that I think is socially acceptable because we all remember Google Glass, um, right. that, that little thing, right? Just that little thing, and it, it tried to bring some digital content to people, but it it, uh, it it kind of put off folks, right? Oh, is that a camera? Are you you know are you recording something? And it right. got you know it got kind of weird, and but that's all learnings, right? So, so we all learn how, how people respond to technology, how, what it says about you, how do you interact with others? So I don't, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I, I think it will happen. It's all about um, the way it happens. Yeah. And also I think it's about timing too, because sometimes, you know, if you think about the whole camera thing, people, you know, just with camera phones, people are even worried about that. Like having cameras, front facing cameras on their phones. Oh, it's spying on me or cameras on the yep. back of their phones. And so now people, since, you know, the world is comfortable with having that sort of thing, it, you know, it definitely opens up the space to be explored a little bit more and people to be more comfortable with, with the idea. So yeah, it's all about timing. Yeah. Totally. All right. Um, what are your thoughts on the VR or AR headsets? Like, do you have one pers for personal use at home or, you know, what is your favorite headset? So I, I've, I've played some VR games. You know, I don't, I don't personally own, um, you know, the full desktop PC powering VR. Like, I, I don't really do that. I, I know people who do. And, and in particular, I know a couple of people, they just, they just love VR. They just spend a lot of time in VR and that's really cool. Um, I, I played a few games in VR and like, I think on the Sony system, I was playing a racing game and I don't know if you've done, spend much time in VR, but for sure on some games you get, uh, yeah. you can get a little, uh, a little woozy, a little woozy, <laughs> a little uncomfortable, let's say. <laughs> And, uh, and I had a few of those experiences, so it kind of, you know, was was a little bit of a turnoff for me. But that said, some of these other games, like when you can just look around and you're immersed in it, it's so amazing. It's just like, mm -hmm. wow, and you just start to spend time in there. But for me personally at home, I actually have a HoloLens 2 and um, and I use that and uh, I, I use it. For, we have we have a, a, this space called it's called Alt Space. You can go in there for these meetings. And um, and we can look at content and stuff for work, and it's pretty cool. And uh, recently at this show called Ignite, I think it was maybe three or four weeks back, Alex Kipman brought in James Cameron, you know, the film producer. And if you had a HoloLens too, you could you know plug into this meeting and, and experience it real time. And it was so cool because uh, you know, not only could you see James Cameron as a hologram, like in front of you. 
3D uh, floating in the room, and but also there was a, an, an experience where you were underwater. So, so we all, as an audience, were immersed in this underwater world where, like, this giant whale shark and a manta ray, it just it just went right over your head, and it was so cool. I mean, it's hard to describe. Like, just talking about it, it's not. You can't really quite visualize it or get it. But when you put this thing on and try it, it's just like it's amazing. Yeah, I remember because you're reading articles and, and it's hard to describe VR in general because you just don't get it until you put the headset on. I would say one killer app though for VR, if if since you you know you haven't really dug that deep um, into it, would be um, Half Life Alex. It is that is the most that's the best um, VR yeah. game I've ever played. Um, but I don't know if you've tried it or not. But if if you have it, definitely have. give it. Oh, you have okay, awesome. Yeah, it's cool. But, yeah, it's really it's cool. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I also played, um, so I played that one. And then I think it was a couple of years ago at, at E3, I played a game, you know, like Sony, they had their demos. So we went mm -hmm. and stood in line and, and tried the demos and stuff. And I don't remember the, 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 the game, the title of the game, but it was this horror game. Oh, gosh. And, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, was it? Uh... Did you do it? Edge oh, Nowhere? If was it's a horror nowhere? game, I'm definitely not playing it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they, um, not Left for Dead, what was the one? They, Resident they, Evil. Didn't they have Resident, Resident Evil had Evil? one, also Edge to Nowhere or Edge of Nowhere, something like that, was one created by Insomniac that's really, really scary as well. And that's a horror yeah. one. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, so of course, you're, you're, you when you introduce yourself into this game, you're sitting there, you're kind of stuck in this chair. Mm -hmm. And oh, this no. guy <laughs> on the ground like, yeah, you gotta help me, you gotta yeah. help me get out of here, watch out, watch out. And all of a sudden here comes a zombie like oh, coming no. at you. Definitely not no, 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 no. I know, I wish you could like hear, like you could hear my head shaking because I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm the whole time you're too. talking. <laughs> I'm shaking mine too. I'm like, nope, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I don't do the horror, horror game. Yeah, that was, no. <laughs> yeah, you get it, that was scary. All right. Um. Let's see, again, back to my favorite controller. Um, since you worked on the Elite Series controller, do you think there are any any more improvements that you can do on it? Like, can you, is there any way to make this controller better? Ooh, that's a best. Um, well, when we when we designed the first one, the Series 1, um, yeah, it's, it's always about learning. So so we, we produce these products, we get them out there. Um, there's always room for improvement. So, so we made, we made a lot of improvements on, from the series one to the series two, uh, you know, like the, you know, built in battery charging. There's just so many different things we did, like the adjustable tension thumbsticks and, and things like that. Um, <clears throat> so as you can imagine, we are still, uh, in, in this mode of learning and, and exploring what else can we do? So while I can't go into details, I can say we are actively looking at what what could be out there in the future for elite and uh, we have plenty of ideas and and i you know also if you look at the ps5 the dual sense controller mm -hmm. you know they're doing some really interesting things with haptics and and technology and um those are the types of things we're looking at like where where can we improve the product in a couple of ways the first way is you know it is all about a, a gamer who wants to adjust the way they play the game with their controllers, so they have full adjustability. So we want to explore that further. Like how can you really dial this thing up to the way you want to play? Um, and that includes different types of games. So you, you may want to set it up for, for play in one way. 
on one game and then do something different on another another game. And then the second one is um, how do you make this product more immersive? Like the ultimate in immersion is you you pick up this controller or device and then you're interacting with the game. Uh, and after a while, you should forget about the device. All you do is you're just focused on the game and the device becomes almost invisible. It just dissolves yeah. into the back. Yeah, I think Phil so, described it as like the flow. Once you're in the flow, like is you're in, like you're when pretty much one with the with the device that you're using. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So every time you're playing, if you notice something in the device, like you just and, and it's super subtle, like if it's a clickiness or or it's not doing exactly what you need it to do, or you're pre- you know like pressing down on the thumbstick when you're trying to you know zoom in or run fast or do something and it, it doesn't quite do exactly what you want. That takes you out of flow. Mm-hmm. So, so those are the types of things that we're tr- looking to, you know, always improve. I, what I do like about the, what I do love about this controller is like at some points of me gaming, I it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I'm playing, I'm playing with a controller. It's like a fluid motions between my fingers and the game. I don't know if that sounds weird or anything, but I, I. I don't even i just basically like i don't use like the trick like the flappers or anything but i because i, I want to get used to like the grip i love the grip of the controller. oh yeah i was about to say that the grip it feels I yeah mean, I, I, I had to use a gun reference but it feels like a glock like the <laughs> the grip on the on the controller is it does. Very, very nice. i can see that yeah. yes and then the weight also the weight to it is just it's not so nice and balanced like it when you hold it in one hand it feels a little bit heavy but then once you balance it between both hands it's perfect like I absolutely, uh, I really, really, really enjoy using it. So. I, yes. I'm glad. I'm glad the ladies convinced me to buy it because it was a minute. <laughs> it was a minute. <laughs> They're like, I, you trust me, trust me. Yeah. And it's the best controller ever. I yeah. promise you. Yes. And I can't go back like, to the other ones. I can't. I, I can't go back to the regular ones. Yes. Like even when you no, go from go. the first the, uh, Elite Series One uh, to two, it's like even the gap between them is just drastic. Um, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Boogie, what you're saying? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think the only thing that would probably make this controller more accessible to people is I think people don't necessarily jump toward the Elite because they think it's, like, too much, is that I remember with the uh, first series, there you could go in and there were already, like, pre-programmed, uh, you know, profiles for you to choose from of, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you like to play Halo, this is the type of uh, layout you might want to use. Like, I think those type of things would really help that be more accessible to people. That's true, because right now you have to look 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 up the settings that someone else right. has. Yeah, it's, you have to, like, mm-hmm. jump into the Reddit community or, you know, go to the Halo blogs to find out, you know, um, should I, for a Southpaw, like, how do I how right. do I tweak the controller for that? Like, yeah, I, I can see that. Yes. If I may make a suggestion, if we could get it in color, that would be awesome. <laughs> I know. Like, I, know. I would love a, a design lab Xbox, the Xbox design well, lab no, elite controller. They don't do the they don't yeah, they don't do elite controllers in the design lab yet. I'm put that on yet. I got hope. I got faith in my people. I got faith in my people. <laughs> so yet. Yeah, keep the faith. Keep the we, we've been hearing that one for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. That's that's this my is only I love the feedback. Yeah, you yeah. keep it coming. The, um, what about the the case? Do you do you guys use the case? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Charging. Keep it charging and everything. Yeah, yeah. For sure. 
I love the I little dock the case in there. sitting next to the Xbox, yeah. And I just throw it in there at night and yeah, yeah. the dock. I agree. <laughs> I I can I can unplug it and I can just put it on a dock inside the case. If you know if I want to get super, you know, secure, I can just zip it up and I'll I'll be good to go. It's like I never have a problem with like my battery not charging or yeah, no, I'm not getting up juice. Yeah. That's cool. Like it's so funny because sometimes I forget to put it in the case and it's my controller still fully charged when I look on the Xbox. I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been four days. <laughs> like I was just yeah. It's been a week and a half. Like, what have I not been playing? Like, you question if you've been playing enough. Like, <laughs> right. Right. The battery. Yeah, battery on this too is like way. It's, it's way good. better. It it's, is. Yeah. 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 Cool. If only we could get it in purple. That's that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I know and the colors. Everybody wants colors. The. Uh, and they want to customize it. They want to do, you know, their own color grips, their own color case. They want to oh, do wow, stuff. Yeah. Man, at some point, though, you got to think about the cost of all that. Like, it's that's a lot. Like, a lot of I'm telling you, people, people gonna pay though. People will pay. I would, though. I would be those We're, people. Yeah, I would be those people. <laughs> this is a super premium product. For that. Yeah. Okay, here's a question for you. What? So when you go in, so say you want to do your your own custom design for for a controller like that. Why do you want that? Because I want to. Why would why would we want it custom? Oh yeah, man. come on, why not? Oh yeah, just <laughs> the uniqueness. Like this is mine. Like yeah, this there's is no like... other like it. You know, like uh, the military. You know, this is my gun. There yes. are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Also, it's representation. You know, it's like representation as well too. Like since you, since, like my husband, like since you see that control, he knows it's mine. Like don't touch it. Like you don't have to second guess it. Cause right now our controllers are identical, but if mine was purple or red, of course I want it red. Um, <laughs> then he could just look and be like, oh yeah, okay, that's hers. Boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. custom is awesome. Have to have it. I know, right? With my gamer tag on it, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. When, when the Xbox Design Lab opened up, I, I I wanted I wanted the teal and purple grown woman gaming controller, and See? and it was extra, and I didn't care because I knew that unless someone got on the website and did the same exact thing that I did with mine, which was I highly doubt because it was right. mine, nobody would have the same controller, and it it was like um, it was swag, it was new hotness for me, it was exclusive, it was yeah. hype right. hype beat for me, you know. It feels good to have, you know, your name or your gamer tag or a special message on something that you use. And in my case, yeah. basically every day. Yeah. I guess I would think of it like, uh, you know, people who get the special license plates, you know, like yeah. people get them because they just want something unique, something that makes it theirs. Cause there's the same car, you know, everywhere. So mm-hmm. what makes this mine? Right. Yeah, totally. That's, We've been, you know, tracking the design labs and, you know, what is it about it? What is it that people love? And it's all of that. They, some people just want to have their own, like they would actually laser on the front, you know, their name or their gamer tag. They didn't like one person, I think put like no touchy on their. (laughs) (laughs) I would do that. Right. Yeah, no touchy, and and then they they just love. I mean, and I do too. I've I've made a number of these things because it's just fun. They just love to go in and just just do it. Like, hey, I can make this. I did that. You can be creative. You can come up with your own combination. And then when it shows up and you unbox it, it's just like, yes. Uh, right. I, I remember which one of you said it, but it's like, yeah, this is my limited edition, and I just released it to me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So speaking of controllers, sir, I have to ask about the the, new, the two designs that was recently announced, the Volt and the Camo, the red Camo uh, controllers. You, do you want to talk about those a little bit? Can you talk about those a little bit? Oh, totally. Yeah, those are awesome. So um, we, you know, the whole limited and special edition and, and even special drops, like we had at XO19, you know, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. um, we just love doing that. And as a designer, it, it's kind of weird because when you tell somebody who maybe isn't into games or gaming, things like that, when you tell them, oh yeah, we did this really cool, you know, um, you know, electric volt color controller, they don't, they're just like, oh, okay. Cause I think in your mind, you think of these other products that they don't really have a story or a connection to content. It's just like, oh, I got this, uh, this green toaster. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's neat. Those are your decor. Okay. Right. But when we do these limited and special editions, we're really trying to bring a connection, a special connection to, to the way people play games or the content they love to play or their lifestyle as a gamer. And so the two new controllers um, we're really excited about because that electric volt one, it's just it's just kind of a you know badass color. It's just it is. It's oh man, and then the 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 drip, like the cloak, the the shirt. It's the, oh man, it's, it's gonna come together real nice. I'm getting that whole kit just to be just to yeah. be. Able to watch. <laughs> I'm getting that whole yes. kit. Yeah, there's people that collect it, and and you're right. You know, we also worked with the gear team uh, to release. You know, new new swag, new new gear that you can get that sort of goes with it. And the uh, the Daystrike camo design, you know, it's it's the uh, it's sort of a follow on on this camo uh, pattern. And what we try to do is. You know, we love the the standard black and the standard white controllers. Um, you know, we ship those with the X and the S, mm -hmm. but we know that people want to do something different. And, and you know, it kind of says a little bit about who they are and what they love. And the camo, uh, we already know the camo pattern. That's just, everybody loves it. You know, yes. men, women, kids, you know, old people, they all love it. And so with the day strike, you know, we're trying to push into this little more of a vibrant effect, like, uh, so the red, it, if you look at the, the the finish on the the Daystrike camo, it has sort of this matte finish. Yes, and, it's so yeah. perfect, dude. <laughs> like it's my, really cool. my favorite color is red, so I, I geeked out a little bit when I saw that. I'm like, yo, this is day one, easy. It's it's mine. It's mine. Yes, yes. I'm super excited about that one. Okay, so, so, so another random so question. Here, I'll see if I can. I can set you guys up with something. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, I also got a random question for you. I got a random question for you. Uh, okay. I know, I know ladies are going off the beaten path, but I have to ask this one. Do you do you know exactly how many uh, custom controllers there are? Oh, that we've, that we've made over yes, the years? Yes, yes. Yeah. I can say this, millions. What? Oh, wow. Millions. What, what, what about release? Even release? Like, control, oh, let, let's just, let's limit it to... Um, the Xbox One and the the series controllers. Then, do you know how many custom? Uh, yes. So we do. So like when we do limited editions. So limited editions are usually connected to game IP. Mm -hmm. Like so like I'll admit, the uh, the Cyberpunk controller is so cool. Yes. The, the Sea of Thieves controller. That one is nuts. And like you see people, they jack the prices up, try to resell them on eBay or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> because, it's because we didn't make too many. And, yeah. and I don't know the exact number, but it's it's definitely less than, you know, maybe 80,000 or something. So there just aren't very many of them. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and the volumes it's kind of tricky like we try to limit it like we don't we don't make that many um you know and we're not to the point of being numbered like we don't make you know one of you know 400 or something like that we make yeah. more than that because we, we want to make it accessible to enough people that you can all get it um probably the most limited ones we make like the xo19 that one we didn't make very many I can imagine. So it seems that seems really exclusive. Tell me about the one with yeah. the it had the um, oh my gosh, I can't think of it right now. The the skull kind of look of it with the yeah 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 okay yeah. Please. Had yeah. the glow in the dark skull. Yes. Oh, yes. I think yeah. I remember seeing that in the photo. Yeah, that one's fun. So check it out. We so Monique Chatterjee on my team. She's been doing these for forever, and um, she is so talented. Um, she just. She has this connection with with gamers and with game IP and with fashion industry and like what's trendy and what what's just working you know what's what's out there what's coming mm -hmm. and so we build our relationships with the game studios and so we work with Craig and the team at the at the Sea of Thieves and we work with them in advance to understand what is the game like what's coming out in this game that's really unique and special and then we try to interpret that into this controller. And, and we don't just like slap logos on it. We try to make the controller feel like it just came out of the game, like it em emerged from the game and fell into your lap or your hands. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so she's been doing that. Um, you know, I, I was even able to, to travel with her to um, CD Projekt Red in Poland for the cyberpunk stuff. And so we met with with them a number of times and their creative team. So for the and custom console as well, like because you you all cover that is also right the custom console and the yeah right okay yeah the custom console and and of course we we did the controller with that one, and and it's just so fun because um, you learn about the inspiration that they have for the game, and and then we try to reinterpret that into the hardware, uh, so that it becomes an extension of that that digital world that you experience and play with and make it physical into, into your own home and even the, the sounds like when you turn on the console and it has the sound mm -hmm. like we work on, on the strategy for what is the right sound for on for off for for eject things like that yeah i actually have the cyberpunk uh, custom console i love the the two-tier design and the the blue uh <laughs> the blue cable the little kind of teal looking color cable that it came i thought that was interesting yeah um, but yeah Really cool stuff there. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sharice. That. Oh, no, no. Again, because this is yeah. awesome. Our Geeking chat out. is loving this. Talk. Yeah. Our chat is loving this conversation so much. They really enjoy the Elite um, controller. They say it's the best. They are loving everything that you put out over the years. They, they, this is the best conversation ever. I just want you to realize that, Mr. Carl. Um, cool. You're awesome. You're, you're awesome. You're like the top one in our, my um, guest list right now. Um, oh, thank you. Well, I, yes. I hope they're being super transparent because, you know, for everything that's good, there's always things to improve on. And, you know, if you're out there, I, I don't see the chat happening, but if you're out there talking about like, hey, what about the thumbstick drift, all this kind of stuff, we we hear you loud and clear. These are some, some things that we're always trying to improve and make better. Um, you know, we're not, you know, nothing is ever absolute perfect, but we strive to be there. So, you know. Keep, keep the comments coming and we like i said we value gamers more than anything you could ever imagine that's uh that's one thing phil spencer uh, has brought to xbox is gamers are at the center 
And so yeah. that's how no. we care about. Also, thank you for putting on the on the new headset because you know the the, uh, the headset is released. The uh, with the two dials, you know, you got the dial on each yeah. side, one's for volume, one's for balancing the chat and the yeah. game. Brilliant, because I I love not having to worry about buttons there. That's to me that's yeah. that's the most coolest thing. Uh, so yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Sharice. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we got a one comment since you said you don't mind listening to our chat. Uh, Philly Two Corpse, nice name by the way. Um, he said keep it one hundred. He wants his. I'm assuming he loves the um, design lab, and he wants us to ask you about it. I guess he wants to know when the design lab is going to be back. That's a great question because I think if you go to design labs right now, it says like under construction or something. Anyway, yes. uh, I can say it is under construction. We're working on it. We are. Um, I don't. I don't think we have a date yet where it's going to be turned on, but uh, we are. We, we hear you, we're working on it. We have, cause we updated the controller, right? The new Xbox series uh, wireless controller, yeah. you know, with the share, share button and then the new mm -hmm. side and then the new features, the, the new trigger shape, the textures, uh, all that. Um, we have to update design labs to accommodate that new controller. So that's, that's, oh. what the, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It's coming, it's okay. coming. We will when we do get one that pops up, we're gonna share it out on the, the Grown Women Gaming sure. um, Twitter feeds. Yes. All right. So no, if you want to bring somebody on your show, it's Monique. We gotta get her on there, yeah. Write yeah. yeah. that down real quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think I've met her. I can't remember if I've met her or not, but yeah, we'll have to set something up. Yeah, you've met Elliot. He's uh, he's another one. Like yep. I, I'm so lucky. Like I, I work with the coolest people. The, the people on my team are just, um, they inspire me every day, I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. And and they, they're the ones who are just working day in, day out on things like the special limited editions. Elliot's got the drops. He's doing some of the design lab stuff. Uh, Chris, he's the, the maestro of consoles. And Ryan Whitaker um, is controller guru. So. Yeah. That's how I feel about my panel, about my ladies. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's an awesome boss because he's giving so much credit to his people. Like you are a great boss. Um, yeah. So Sounds like Sharice wants to work for you. Right. I don't mind. <laughs> I would like legit to be your secretary because I probably could do that now. But I'll go get you uh, coffee, sir. You're a designer. You got to design stuff. <laughs> sir, I can't draw. So <laughs> you, can, you can imagine the future, right? You can imagine stuff. Right. Yeah, so, that part, yes. Yeah, Speaking drawing. of which, I, I might want to talk to you after the show. So uh, let's, let's, stay, let's stay in touch here. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're going to get into some of the fun stuff right now. Um, what game series do you have the best memories of? Oh, man, that's hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, best memories up, best memories up. Well, see, I, I'm like, I'm not like a super, super hardcore gamer, 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 but I love to play games and I play quite a few games. So um, some of my favorite memories, I, I gotta, I gotta go to Tomb Raider. I just, oh, I love Tomb man. Raider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like Tomb Raider. I like Tomb Raider because um, well, first of all, the most recent ones, I love how the, the, the title evolved. It got more more authentic and mature and and uh, the way they portrayed, you know, Lara Croft and things just got just got way better. And then the game content, it was for me, I love um, I, I tend to play more campaign mode yeah. and 
I just love the combination of you know a little bit of first person shooter, a little bit of uh, you know the puzzle solving, you know, and then the little you know collect you got to collectibles and and get things like that. So I, I love Tomb Raider, and, and then but I think the the game series like the the title that probably goes back the farthest for me is Call of Duty. Like oh, that's, that is, oh, that's wow. a ladies game. Ladies game. <laughs> ladies game. Excuse yeah. me, we talking about we just said Call of Duty? Yes, yeah. I am. I am the Call of Duty professional in the, in the panel. So I love me some Call of Duty. Okay, yeah. I, so I, I played, I think, every Call of Duty that's out there. I like those. I played all of them except um, one and two. The old school. Okay. And I'm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, and I'm gonna plan to play those two this year. So I played all of them. So I can say that I played all of them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta play them. I mean, I'll admit when you go back in time that far, one and two is like, okay, this is this is starting to feel a little bit old, but it's still fun. <laughs> it's still fun. So I think those I have the most memory of because it, they're just so immersive. Like you're in this story and you have these challenges and you got to get through it and. Like depending on the level, I guess it's it's um, you know it's it's hard, but but not uh, unachievable. And yeah. and then there, then of course you can do co-op and stuff, which is pretty fun. All right, what are your top favorite franchises, video games? Top five. Well, that's even top harder. five. Top five. Oh. Top five. So you don't have yeah. So it's not as bad, but yeah, top five. Top five. You can only pick five. <laughs> So uh, only five. I, I swear everyone always picks more than five, but yeah. They do. Okay, we'll give five. you an honorable mention. Do an honorable mention. Yeah. Five and an honorable okay. mention. Yeah. Top five franchise. Okay. Game of franchises um, of all time. And and these and I look at these games in different ways. Like I gotta do a huge call out to Red Dead because oh, okay. man, that game, like I think it was last year, the year before, you know, we, we invested, went to Costco and bought this giant 4K, you know, big screen TV and yeah. stuff. And when you hook up a Series X to that, that TV and you play Red Dead, it is so cool. I mean, you yeah. really you feel like Costco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's, it's um, these things are still expensive. There's no doubt yeah. about that. But but they, they definitely, you know, you can it makes it a little bit more affordable. And, and when you get that big screen and you just feel immersed in the game, like Red Dead, it feels like a movie and it's just, yes. uh, it's just so cool. And the, the soundtrack and the quality of the sound. And so that, that's, that's one. Um, Call of Duty's one because, just because. And then uh, Franchise, I gotta, I gotta go with Forza and some of the racing games. They've done nice. such a, yeah, turn ten. They've done such a fantastic job yeah. between between motorsports and Horizon. Yes, it's like you get, yeah, you get your fill of cars and culture and racetrack and just open world driving, and so that's pretty fun. Okay, that's three. I burned three now. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one, but it, this kind of has a story to it. Okay, Fable. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fable. Fable because it was uh, it was so good. Like this RPG, you know, immersed in this story and all these little challenges and stuff. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But then when they did Fable Connect, like, uh, so <laughs> Fable Fable Connect was not awesome. So 
Gotcha. So I'm looking forward to maybe in the future another fable. Um, but fable. Yes. Okay. So that's four. Favorite franchises. Franchise. Okay. Here's one. It's a little obscure and maybe dark for people, but I love the beauty of the gameplay and the physics. And there's this uh, game developer out of Copenhagen called Play Dead, and they did a game called Limbo and Inside. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, very familiar. I played Limbo. And, and those, yeah. Those, oh my goodness. Those things are mind blowing, right? Yes. Talk about puzzles, and. I would just get mesmerized in the game of what's happening, and I I love those games. I Dude. I can't see what they come out with in the future. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it, but Inside's ending, my goodness, man! Like what? I, I really yeah. enjoy the visuals. It's the visuals for me. Uh, something <laughs> so simple can be so impactful. Yeah, yeah, and then like no, it's no dialogue, and so you have to. It's up to interpretation. Like a lot of the, so it's so good. Both of those games are really really. Well. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, you're thinking right. It's just like oh my gosh, what I gotta do right. here. Um. So I, I like that one. Is that five? That's five, but you get one more. That's five. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I'm not talking about GTA, FIFA, Star Wars, Battlefront, yeah, Battlefield, so Warships, so World Warships, mm, Halo. Right? What's your go-to? What's your go-to game? Like, you, any? Let's say you go, you you know. When you say Call of Duty is really your go-to, hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to, know how to rephrase that. Yeah. Um, it, again, is I, it Cold I, War? Cold War or Modern Warfare? I'm sorry. I had to know. <laughs> like his go-to. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a COD. I like Modern Warfare, too. But, okay. yeah. Not not so much in the Black Ops, but, yeah. That sounds about but, right. That sounds about right. right at this okay. <laughs> how I feel about the Black Ops right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, here's one I'm looking forward to. There we go. All right. So if you've played Hellblade, that thing yes. is a little, little creepy and weird. Like when you put headphones on, you listen to that thing, it's, it's creepy. Man, that game scared me. I had, I had to turn the audio off. Yeah, I had to put the scary. audio off one ear and like turn it really low and have it, because I don't play scary games. So I had to, yeah, yeah. But definitely Hellblade. So definitely looking forward to the sequel on that one, but go ahead. Yeah, sequel. That's one I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to play. And right now, I'm I'm really like I want to play Outriders. That's on my list. Uh, Outriders, I want to play. And you guys were talking about that at the beginning, which I love. And because the Bethesda, you know, because we we purchased Bethesda, which is so cool. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, we unlocked all these games through Bethesda. And a game I've always wanted to play, but I just I don't know. I never never played it before. So right now, I'm playing Wolfenstein: New Order. And that's that's pretty yes. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I played. A, that's probably one of the only games that I actually complete is the Wolfenstein series. Uh, and like Tomb Raider are usually the games that I will go all the way to the end. You know, because there's such big worlds that it's not like it's going to take you. You know, only a you know a couple of days to finish. Like this thing takes you a while. But, okay. Um, I I finished those, and then I think, lady, did you and I finish New Order together? Or no, was that? A yeah, one. I thought you did the ones with the with the, with the uh, yeah, we daughters. Did the ones with twins. Yeah, with no, the, I beat yeah. I beat the first one. I beat the first one, okay. but yeah. we did the second one together. We did the yeah. second one together. Yeah, it was a tough battle, but you know I liked it because it was like a bonding session with yeah. the person that you're playing with, and that's the type of games that I would like to play, like a story driven uh, co op game, which is yeah, which is so yeah. much funner than single player 
personally yeah. for me i can i can play a single player game by myself and i can play for about an hour and i can put it down but if i'm playing with a friend that hour yeah. can turn into two hours or that mm-hmm. two hours can turn into a lunch break you know or then it oh. turns into an all-day session yeah yeah so. yeah totally that's that's cool so i've been i've been playing that one and then um like something that you know special mention i, I love ori Ori in the blind. Oh, oh my god. That's, 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 like, that's, that's my game. That's my game. Yeah. That's, that's, that game is in my top five of all time. Ori in the Ori yeah. franchise, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that and, and Super Metroid. Uh, yeah. Some of the, I love Super Metroid stuff. Open up the, the, the question of like games. It's like it's endless. There's so many it good is. games. It's hard. There are some good games right now. Like this, this previous year, last generation, this generation is like literally knocking it out the park with games. It is. Yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between that and the indie scene, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yep. That's why that's why I really love what we're, what uh, Microsoft is doing with uh with Game Pass and stuff because I have so many games that I've discovered that you know. Yeah. I know I know we're gonna talk about it later, but it's just games that I, you know because I'm playing like I mentioned earlier, I'm playing Narita Boy, and it's trippy. <laughs> like <laughs> just the amount the amount of thought that went into every little detail of that game is incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're so right. It's, it's really cool. And we're seeing this like with people on Game Pass. They just they're playing games they would have never ever thought to play before. It's like, hey, I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. It's it's like easy. Like I'll try it. If you don't like it, fine, move on to another game. But it's just easy to go play and try. So it's it's sort of opening new doors for, for, for people. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, uh, Mr. Carl, we have yes. a question from our chat. Um, it's about to connect. Uh, she missed this from Monica S. She she says, "I wonder if the Connect had came out around the same time as COVID, would it have been more acceptable?" Ooh, interesting. Wow. That is a great, great question. Very, very interesting thought. I you know I don't know. I would imagine like one of the things Connect could do pretty well is you could actually use it for uh, communication. Um, but. So you can use your TV and talk to your friends and family, you know, different parts of the country or the world or whatever. I would imagine that that it might be used more for that. I mean, we're seeing we're seeing through Zoom and Google and Teams and things like this. People are they just use it for work and for talking to friends and like happy hours and get-togethers and all this kind of stuff. I would imagine that that it would totally open up the TV and the living room for those same experiences for sure. So. Yes. I was going to say, like, the thing I thought about immediately when I heard the question was um, fitness because just people can't go to the gym right now. And so, you know how Connect had that tracking sensor thing where you can look at your heartbeat and your blood levels, all that kind of stuff. So I I thought, you know, that would be incredible because people just don't have access to be able to just capability to be able to just go to the gym right now. So, um, oh, plus one on that. Absolutely. Good point. So, thank you, Monica, for that question. Um, I think you already said this, but what is your favorite game at the moment? Like, like, what Would are you, you playing right playing? now? Yeah, I'm playing Wolfenstein right now. Okay, it, that's what I thought. Yeah, it, it's it's not quite my favorite game yet, but we'll see. It's getting good. I mean, it's getting pretty good, so I'm, I'm liking it. Nice. Hey, um, uh, Boogie, what's what's which what's, what's better? Is 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 the first one or the second one better? Which one's better? Second. The second's better? Okay. <laughs> that was quick. Oh, because the second, like, introduced more characters. It wasn't just, like, him. So the second one was the one where you got to meet Those... more people, like, more of the oh, resistance okay. and stuff. So that's why um, I like that one better. 
Nice. Okay. All right. We are um, foodies on GWG. We like to cook. We like to eat. And so, Mr. Carl, what is your favorite meal or dish to eat? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like he's helping them with the easiest questions. <laughs> yeah. It's ironic. These are tough questions. Like, if I have to go to a restaurant and sit down and eat with people, I, I love sushi. Like, really good mm. sushi. And I got hooked on it because... Um, I don't know, it was like 10 or 15 years ago, I had to travel to Japan quite a bit for work. And I had some of the most amazing sushi ever. It was so, so good. So I, I love sushi. But in general, like what I love to do, I, I love barbecue and like campfire. Oh, there we go. Wrapping up like a, a pork with, with some yes. seasoning, vegetables, and you wrap it in foil, and you can actually put it in the campfire. The, the barbecue at Carl's. Barbecue at Carl's. I know. Let's do it. <laughs> I so know have right? you ever had like a cowboy burger where you like put potatoes and root vegetables, yeah. and then you put the burger patty on top, wrap it in foil, throw it on the grill? Yep. All yeah. that. And, and what, I love about about, what, what I love about that, like that eating that kind of food, it doesn't have to be just one type of thing. It's because yeah. it's everybody together. Yeah. Like, you cook this stuff, you hang out with your friends or your family, and then you enjoy and eat it. And you can't go wrong with weekend waffles. I like weekend waffles. <laughs> uh, is that the same thing as breakfast at nighttime? Oh, maybe. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. yeah. We eat a lot of breakfast at night around here. Um, all right. We got two more questions. Okay. And, then, and again, Mr. Carl, thank you so much for coming on because this is awesome. I've learned so much and you're awesome. Um, <laughs> what would you say to people looking to get into the game industry? Um, do it. I, I tell you, the game industry, it's growing. Um, and you, just the stuff we've talked about, the type of games and content, it, it really does feel like it's opening up to more people, more places in the world. Things like COVID have only strengthened the value that games bring, um, just mentally and uh, you know, physically in some cases. It just it's just good for people. So I think you know, get in, definitely do it. It's 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 fun. It's engaging. Um, it's not going to let up, and it's just a big bright future out there for games. Awesome. All right, sir. Last question. What do you think companies could do to retain or, I guess, start up their diversity at their companies? Uh, what can they do? That's This is a good one. It's an important one. First and foremost, value it. Like, mm -hmm. value diversity. And, and I can tell you this, and this is 100% true. The design team I'm part of is, is very diverse. And when I say diverse, I mean uh, men, women, you know, gender, uh, race, culture, international. We, we have the coolest team and it's, and it's because there's so many different types of people from around the world. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason why that's important, it's not just to check some box because I'm not into box checking. The reason why diversity is really important and this is what any company needs to value is having diverse people working together brings more creative insights. Yeah. And this this is a fact. Like if you get a bunch of dudes in, you know, a bunch of, you know, dudes who grew up in the same place working on something, you're going to get a more predictable outcome. But if you bring together, you know, men and women 
from different cultures and different parts of the world, you're going to have way better and wider range of ideas. And, and so as designers, we need diversity in thought. And the only way you can get that is through diverse people. And, and as a as a fellow Microsofty, I mean our team's the same way. It's very, very, very diverse. Um, just with the not only just race, gender, whatnot, but also skill level too. Um, yeah. Because you know we have some people that's you know fresh out of college, people who've been in the industry fifteen plus years. It's it's a nice wide range. I don't know if every team's built like that, but that's just my been in my experience as well. No, totally. Yeah, age. That's another one, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like the old. Old crusty dude still hanging, <laughs> and, um, and and but it's okay. I I my in my mind I'm always like, hey, I I want to learn more. Like I don't I don't have all the answers. So so we look for you know people with fresh ideas, new ideas, maybe just coming out of school. They're like it's all blue sky. Like they're not uh, right. entrenched mm-hmm. in some <laughs> right. thinking. <laughs> They're still green, I guess. That's the Absolutely. So that's another form of diversity, right? Yep. Oh, so yes, it is. Um, all right, Mr. Carl, that is all of our legit questions. And okay. I mean, that is with, with quotation marks. But if you don't mind sticking with us, we do a part at the end of the show where we say our tidbits. And our tidbits are usually like any TV shows that we're watching or any movies that we've seen that we want to suggest to each other. So, sir, anything cool that you watched lately that you could suggest for us to watch also? Oh, okay. Um, anything I've watched recently? I know I watched Falcon and the White the Winter Soldier. Um, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, here's what I did watch, and I mean it's it's been out for a little while now, but it's kind of interesting because I've I've always enjoyed the Avengers uh, movies, but mm-hmm. I had there's a couple I hadn't watched, and so check this out. Uh, this show called WandaVision. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. so, so WandaVision, I, I loved it. You know, kind of mind blowing. Like, what the heck is going on at the beginning? Then you kind of figure it out. And, but it, it caused me to go back and actually, uh, one of my daughters, we went back and watched a couple of the other movies that we'd missed mm-hmm. to fill in the blanks. So that was kind of a fun thing. So, was so it Age of Ultron? You went back and watched yeah, it. You need to go back and watch Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's all time. Yeah, yeah, we actually went and watched uh, Ragnarok. And, oh man! And, and I think we watched uh, Captain Marvel. But there was one scene that was like a critical scene in one of those movies. Like, ah, okay. Yeah, it. right. It helped yeah. you make sense of things. Yeah. yeah. It's funny too because I watched that with my daughter, and like now that Falcon and Winter Soldier is on, she doesn't like it. She's like, this doesn't like. I guess it doesn't make her have to think enough like WandaVision yeah. I think was so new so different than any other way they've done any other Marvel you know movie or your show it was really like thought-provoking and it's surprising to me that this 10 year old um, enjoyed that better than action <laughs> yeah 100% totally with you on that it just it really was uh like kind of arresting at the beginning like what is going on it wasn't yeah. just like you know explosions and fighting scenes and stuff so that would that would be my reco all right anybody else got any tidbits anything they watched they want to share with the class um i've been reading this um this manga called satoshi khan's opus uh he's a i learned he's like 
he's a great animator and one of like one of the ogs of manga so i wanted to start off with his earlier work it's about this dude who's an animator like a manga illustrator and he gets sucked into his own anime and calamity ensues so <laughs> and i got it for like six was it six bucks yeah less than 10 bucks so I, I I like I, I'm 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 old school. I don't I like to read, but I I don't like the tablets, or I can't I'm not or the you know the digital books. You know what I mean? I like real books, so. physical page turning, hard yes. bookmark yeah. everything. Yes, got you. Yeah, long as your dog get the pages, we still friends. No, I, I, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. But I good need job, a, good a job. Bookmarker. I need a bookmarker though. <laughs> Yeah, Sharice is a librarian, so she takes that personally. <laughs> I really do, I really do. Um, but yeah, all right. Anybody else? Because yeah, I, I, I guess I got the, the first. Sorry. Oh, I watched the first episode of Invincible on um, Amazon. What is that? Amazon. Amazon? Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's based. It's hilarious because it's basically DC, <laughs> but with different, you know. Different characters. Main characters and stuff like yeah. that yeah like so like the superman character is like omega man there but it's more like you know he has a son and a wife and you know his son is coming into his powers and all that so um it's a little bit different darker so i guess kind of like um what is that one the boys in dc mixed so yeah very much yeah. on the dark side all right Delala. Yep. So I'm watching um, Warrior on uh, H. Uh, was it HBO Max? I believe it's HBO Max. It's written by Bruce Lee before he passed. His, his daughter is oh, actually producing it. Yeah. I did, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's 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 for mature audience audiences. So I wouldn't watch it with any kiddos, but it's definitely a really entertaining uh, show. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. All right, and unfortunately, I don't have any suggestions for anybody this week. So, I I'm sorry, y'all. I, I was kind of busy. No books, um, yes. anything. No books. Well, I do. I did read two new uh, mangos. Um, one called Solo Leveling, and the other one that I can't even remember right now. But they're both like um, teen to mature rated, and they're it's just the first volume, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna finish them. But they're so far they're enjoyable. My daughter enjoyed them. Um, more than I did, but you know, she's weird, but that's okay. Um, but yes, that's 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 about all I got right now. Um, no TV shows, no movies, your girl been working. Um, but yes, so now that we've got that out of the way, um, I don't think we have time for questions. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, we just want to thank Mr. Carl for coming through and chilling with us today. So we're gonna give him the pleasure of doing his outro first. So, Mr. Carl, basically, you could just this is what we you do our outro mm -hmm. and you tell exactly if, if you want people to follow you on Twitter you can you give out your information but if not you could just say hey bye and thank you for you know all the good times <laughs> there's a question there's like one special question in the chat oh, uh, there's one special question what's this one special question um he said uh uh, uh you know Mr. Hardy you all know who oh, he is oh, okay. <laughs> he asked him is he team Godzilla or team Kong please oh. he said please <laughs> Oh, sorry. What was the question? Uh, team Godzilla or Team Kong? Um, yeah, you know, there's. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have more. I mean, I'm I'm Team Kong. Okay. There you go. You got. All right. Thank you. Yes. Now you can do your outro, Mr. Carl, and tell it. You know that we're gonna end the okay. show now. 
Um, well, my outro is really just two things. If you want to follow me, like I'm a, and you guys know this, I'm the most sporadic uh, Twitter user. <laughs> I don't go in very often. I'm, I'm not a big, big Twitter user, but you can find me, Carl Ledbetter, on Twitter. Um, on my Instagram, you, you get a kind of a cross section of, of what what I love, which is design, Land Rovers, and mountain biking. And my my Twitter or my uh, Instagram is is five two nine, which is why you see that little icon down there. But it's spelled out like F I B E etc. five two nine. But but the real important outro thing is you know thank you for having me today. You guys are just fantastic and. Um, I, I just, I just, it's been great being part of your show and, and just, you know, spend a little bit of time with you on the weekend. Aww. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It was awesome. This chat is yes. amazing. Yes. My heart. I know I'm a fangirl afterwards. <laughs> After we get off, I'm a fangirl. Um, but yeah, so outros ladies, we're going to start with Delilah. Yes. You all know you can follow me on Twitter, Delilah underscore HD. And thank you to the, to the chat for rocking out with us. And thank you, Carl, for um, coming onto the show. We appreciate that. And yeah, I'll catch you all next week. All right, lady. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that came through today. Much love for you guys. Carl, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasant, pleasant, pleasant surprise. And you know, you guys, you can check me out on Twitch, lady underscore infamous 415. We got the giveaway on Wednesday. We got Black Gamer League debut on Tuesday. And we're going to try to beat Sephiroth on Monday. So thank you so much. And you guys have a wonderful weekend and be good to each other and be safe. All right, El Boogie. All right, it's El Boogie 0208. You guys can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, all that good stuff. Same name, El Boogie 0208. And thank you, thank you, thank you for you guys coming. Thanks for behaving. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and thank you so much, Carl, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure meeting you in person. And I'm so happy I've kept in touch. And um, yeah, thank you so much. All right. And y'all know it's your girl here, Sharice. Again, I want to thank Mr. Carl for coming because he is awesome. <laughs> um, but yes, thank y'all for coming through the chat. As always, y'all are lovely. Y'all have held it down and y'all have behaved. Um, y'all <laughs> have fun this weekend. Make sure to get those wins in. Make sure to wear your mask. Make sure to wash your hands. But yes. And we'll see you next week. And happy Easter to those who celebrate. Uh, oh, yes. Y'all go make some double eggs. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everybody. No, oh, thank, thank you. you.